Alright, welcome to another episode of Mafia Memoirs. My name is Jody Cedric, my partner Rod Pusey. And we have Richard Sharon, owner of Big Bear Total Fitness, Big Bear California. Yep, and we are doing uh, it live from SEMA 2018, doing some pre-recorded things so that we can share the story of detail mafia members and guys that are affecting and influence the industry. And we have a guy that has a unique story because not only is he a detailer, a trained detailer, but he is all muscle. So a little bit. <laughs> So tell us about your story because you actually own a gym. I do. It's called Big Bear Total Fitness. Uh, it's in Big Bear City, California, in the mountains. And kind of just happened kind of crazy. Uh, one day, the man, Rennie Doyle, came in and sat down, got a little bit of a membership, and uh, he would sit across riding on the bike, and I was at my desk, and we just started talking. And, it was like just an instant friendship. Um, started, you know, talking to him, going over when he was doing classes and stuff, and hanging out every, every, almost every day that he was doing classes. So after about four or five months of that, uh, him and Diane decided I needed to get trained up in the detail. So you got the bug. So I got the bug. Actually, I have a couple Corvettes, and uh, <laughs> funny story, I bought like a Kmart or whatever a polisher <laughs> and I was detailed uh, one of my Corvettes in my garage and that thing looked badass until I hit the sun nothing <laughs> <laughs> like the sun to bring out oh, the swirls oh my god right? I, I look I was so proud while I was in the garage and I go outside and I'm like oh holy crap <laughs> so I shot over to Rennie's shop and he was in there and I said uh I polished it, but it looks like crap. And he's like, he looks out the door and says, oh, no, it don't look that bad. I said, no, it is bad. <laughs> it's all, I went over to my gym, which is behind his shop, and him and Diane come over a little bit later, and, and I, I'm sitting at my desk, and I, I can hear them coming up, and Diane's like, holy Rich, Randy, don't ever put a polisher in that guy's hand. <laughs> I mean, you can look at the on the sun and you can literally see swirl marks, oh, yeah. white swirl marks, all down the side of the car. Oh man! So uh, Rennie actually says, you know, it can be fixed. He says, so we'll bring it over. I'll show you what to do. And so he got me hooked up, and so I spent, I think, the first time about 16 hours. Oh wow! Like three to five hour days, you know. And so he was gone. He said, "Well, how's it look?" And I said, well, "I don't know." And he said, "Take it outside." I was like, "Do I have to?" <laughs> <laughs> so I get it outside. And it's still. It was probably about 75, 80 percent polished, looking good. But I still, unlike you guys, ready. It's like that perfection part, you know. He says. He says, well, he says, you got two choices. He says, you can live with it, it looks okay, and most people will never know. Or, or, or you can do it again. fine-tune your skills. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, I said, well, what would you do? And he said, my car? He said, it wouldn't look like that anyways. <laughs> but he says, my car, I'd, uh, I'd redo it. You know, that's up to you. You know, he says, 30-year-old paint. Uh, yeah. 
Okay, so next one only took me about 11 hours to redo oh, the whole thing. Oh, that's good. You redid yeah. it again for 11 hours. So, yeah, so I've got, I had like 26, 27 hours into detailing on the Corvette. Oh, wow. But, you know, people people at the gym, they come up and they always ask, did you paint that? Did you do this? No, it's detailed it. No, I just maintain it. That's awesome. Oh, that's yeah. cool. So, so you went from that to being invited to be one of the members of the Air Force One detailing team. I did. And uh, from from us being outside that group of people, not knowing that story, you're just another one of the detailers. Yeah, well you guys... Yeah, I, mean, I had no idea. You guys come out and, you know, I mean, I was impressed. You guys do uh, computer stuff and, you know, I work alongside you, yeah, Rod, yeah. and you just kicked ass, you know. <laughs> and for me, when I was out there, I, you know, I have a lot of respect for what these guys do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. After absolutely. Learning and training and doing all that stuff. Um, don't tell these guys, but I'm very proud of all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of good guys. Well, yeah. and, and you hit on something really, really big. It's, I mean, it was our first time going to AFO, and you have 60, 63 professional, professional. men and women. There were like two women out there that were just kicking it out of the park, like Diana. Yeah. And uh, it just was a phenomenal experience to work side by side, shoulder to shoulder, all week. Right. And I don't think people realize the amount of work that goes into Air Force One, the B-29, and the oh, other yeah. vehicles that the flight of the in. I mean, we're putting in hours. Oh, it's, yeah, it was 7 in the morning till 7 at night. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. you're upside down pushing on a piece of aluminum all day long. In positions so, you never thought you'd yeah, oh, yeah. ever be able to get and, in at our and, age. And I, that, that's... <laughs> I was going to comment on that too. There was only a few of us. There were a handful of people that were over about 45, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not going to brag, but I think the old guys that did the young guys. We kicked, we kicked your ass. We were doing it. Right. We have to. We can't look bad. It's, it's right. Well, you know, it's kind of a pride thing, you know. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I'm not going to be the one out there that's not giving 100%. Yeah. Yep. Having somebody say, well, it's okay, you're over 60. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, that ain't happening. You know? Yeah. But that is, that's a very good distinction. There's a lot of guys that are over 40 that are doing this. I mean, there's people, yeah. there's there's Prentice and some of these guys that have been around Keith that are doing this. Rennie. Yeah. Oh my God, Rennie's been doing this, I think, since he was in diapers. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and he's still doing it. He's still yeah. doing it, you know, with with just as much vigor. But the thing is, the cool part is the products we're using nowadays and the tools exactly. make it easier to do than that old... Simonized, rotary thing. Yeah, that little rotor, that rotary thing that you put that much pressure on it. Exactly. Yeah, it was... Very humbling experience out there too, you know. I mean, I, you get there the first time and it's like, oh yeah, I get to go detail Air Force One, and you get there, it's like, holy shit, <laughs> there's 16 other planes out here. We're doing this in a week, yeah. And, and so you know, it's it's an awesome experience. And not you know any of the guys here or any of the team, and how you guys were tested, didn't make me feel like I was inadequate. No. Didn't make no, me no. feel like I was any less of a detailer than any one of them, you know, they've always, even when I would go over before I got to be detailing, they all, you know, treated me with that kind of respect, you know, as I was learning. They were, they were just yep. right there, and I think that's probably one of the greatest things about the detail mafia is 
the support level. Yeah, I well, think yeah. that was yeah. one of the real obvious things for me because I was out there and, and I started out uh, polishing this way, right? Because I'm right-handed and I and I was like, oh, that's the way I should do it, right? Or I have done it. And then they, they were watching me, Shane and Scott Mason, they're like, are you right-handed or left-handed? Because they were watching the, the polisher walk a bit. Right. And they're like, why don't you switch hands? So I switched to the left on the handle, and all of a sudden, man, that awesome control. Like, they're like, yeah, much better. And I was like, all right, we'll put you on this section of the plane now, right? But before, I was kind of struggling with it. And just that little difference of, hey, if you try this, Made a little, little tweak. I think we talked about the, the yeah. button. <laughs> yeah. I, the first half a day, I didn't even know there was a button. I was holding the button. And these guys are watching my arm. My forearm is just pow, 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 pow. These guys are like, you know, there's a button to keep them. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That, was, that was my experience. I trained with Keith the Plus. Yeah. And I'm like, same way, man. I'm just like, I'm not up. And I says, uh, I said, man, keep your hands like cramp up. I said, like, no way. And I said, well, you know, I can't hardly hold that trigger. And he reaches over and says, push that little button. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, ah, son, Mitch Rennie didn't tell me about that. <laughs> so once well, I got that, you know, okay, then it kind of became a little bit easier. Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you, it's been a joy getting to know you and working with you. I appreciate you taking some time to. Visit with us on oh, the Mars, that. and, and that's a, the fun thing about Rich and the other detailers. There's always a story behind the story, and that's really what Mafia Memoirs is about: is to share the story of the detailers, the guys that are just enthusiasts and have become professionals like you, and the vendors and, and suppliers that are affecting the industry. But thank you guys for joining us for another episode of uh, Mafia Memoirs, and we will catch you on the backside. See ya. Peace out, everybody.